corn, you don't live corn. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you put off corn, you're going to have off corn. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you plant butter beans, butter beans are going to grow. Right. You won't plant uh, uh, sweet peas or uh, those purple hull crowders or whatever. Amen. And then go out there at the harvest time and look at uh, their thistles and thorns and birds yeah. and all of those things growing. Yeah. That's a friend when you Ooh, get the man. unity of God in your life. Yeah. When you own When you go out and gather it in, yes, sir. Amen. Yeah. When you pull it in the storehouse, it's going to be blessed. Yeah. Amen. There's, there's, uh, this is good this morning, and there's a lot of things that, Amen, that I like to preach about. I guess. Come on, preach it, brother. Amen. But let me tell you something. When you're bringing your tithes to the storehouse, uh -huh. God's going to bless your thoughts. Yeah. When you get there, He's going to bless your heart. Yeah. He's going to give you something that'll strengthen your heart. Yeah. He's going to give you something that'll strengthen your life. Yeah. He's going to give you power in yeah. your hands. Oh, hallelujah this morning. Let me tell you, the unity with God's people is more important than any boundaries in Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest here. Come in. Huh. When you come in the church, you're yes. going to be blessed. Yes. Yes. Amen. Blessed are you going to be when you come in. Yes. Amen. Blessed shalt thou be when thou goest. Blessed shalt thou be when you go out. Yes. Amen. Amen. You know, a lot of people only come to church to live for God. Did you know that? I come to church to worship Him. to the test and find out just uh, how many enemies we can get for him to smite. Uh, amen. I don't, I don't really uh, 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 do. No, no. Amen. You know, 
the disciples wanted to do this one time. They said, uh, said Lord, said they don't want you there. So we'll uh, call down fire from heaven. And we'll, we'll kill a bunch of these devils. Yeah, what kind of I mean, how many times have you felt yourself that you like to pray that way? Hey, Lord, I tell you, I wish you'd just get rid of old souls. I wish you'd just, just go ahead and kill them. They're not going to live for you anyhow. Amen. I had a, her, her woman say here a while back. Now, I wish that God would go ahead and kill my husband. He's not going to live for him. So just go ahead and kill him. I don't know what she wanted. But I believe this, that she needed that unsaved husband. Yes, she did. Because that was the only thing that was keeping her praying. Yes, sir. That's the only thing that was keeping her talking to God. Yes. Amen. But anyhow, I wasn't going to get on that. And he said that the Lord is going to smite your enemies before my face. They shall come out against thee one way. Amen. They're going to come in one way and fight against you. And flee before thee. And brother, come. they're going to go out a whole lot of different ways. <laughs> Praise God. They're going to come out against you one way. Have you ever seen the enemy coming and you could just, just tell that he was walking down the road? Amen. And you, you was on a one-way street and there was no way to get around him. Amen. And, and you had to face him and you had to, you had to meet him and yet there was no way. You know, I've seen people move out of town. I've seen them quit jobs. I've seen them do other things, uh, change churches, and amen, and all oh, just a whole lot of things just to keep from facing the enemy. Yes, uh, Amen, just to keep from facing uh, the enemy. Uh, right. But you see, there's something wrong there. Yeah. Amen. There's, there's not the unity of the Spirit. No. There's not the unity of the brethren. Oh, there's not the unity of God's people there. Even so consequently, they've got to find an avenue of escape. But here, Moses is saying this, that he's going to come against you one way. Even but he's going to flee a whole lot of different yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. You're going to see him scattered like a covey of quail. Amen. And I'll tell you, this is what God will do. I, I'm, I'm appreciative this morning of the blessings of God. Yeah. Amen. I appreciate the blessings yeah. of God. Yeah. How good and how blessed of the brethren to dwell together in unity. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. He said, it's it's good. Oh, hallelujah. It's good. It's not all of it. He said that and they're going to flee seven ways. They're going to they're going to go a lot of different ways. And the Lord shall command the blessing upon thee and thy storehouses, yes. and all that thou settest thine hand unto. Everything. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Amen. This is kind of what it's like to have that unity of the brother and brother together. Amen. Now that that's not my sermon this morning. I've got 20 more minutes, and then I'm going to sit down. Brother Majors is going to preach. But there is something about men working together and having a common bond that holds them together. There's something that holds a church together. I, I don't believe this morning that fear is the thing that holds God's church together. Oh. Amen. I do believe that under the Mosaic Law that this was one of the things that kept Israel together was the fear of God. Yes, Amen. If they transgressed and uh, done wrong, well, they were they were not only ostracized or cast out of the camp, but for things that we would consider trivial today, they were stoned for them. That's right. Amen. Amen. And they were forever forbidden to come into the congregation of Israel. And if they rose out for God immediately, 
had prepared to move and devastating power seemingly to destroy us. Right, right. But God doesn't operate that way seemingly today. Amen. Right. My Bible tells me that because judgment is not executed speedily uh, upon an evil order, that men have saved their hearts uh, that God don't care anymore. Uh, yes. Amen. But God don't operate even through the power of the fear, even so much as, as the power of love yeah. and the desire. Even yeah. the heart. Yeah. Yeah. If the Holy Ghost is not enough to get you to pray. God because you want to. Yes, yes. It ain't good to walk with him because you want to. Yes, yes. Nobody made me come here to this camp meeting. There's nobody that told me I had to be baptized in Jesus' name. Right. There's nobody that told me I had to have the Holy Ghost uh, or they was going to cut my head off. Uh, but somebody told me how good it was. Uh, and I thought I'd tell you yeah. Yeah. great and grand about this wonderful way. But all let me tell you how good and how pleasant it is. How good and how pleasant it is. Amen. You see, we are not an island unto ourselves. We are not so indispensable even to ourselves that we can exist without one another. We've got to have one another. Amen. And I, I used to feel, and I do to a certain extent, along this line, that people don't need me. And I maybe thought that I don't need people. But you know, living by yourself is a terrible thing. Yeah. Amen. I, I've been reading a story about a man that was pastor of the largest Protestant church in Bulgaria right after World War II. And his name was Harlan Popov. And when, of course, the communists took over Bulgaria, well, they first done away with the government of Bulgaria, and then they set into work on the religious groups and doing away with them. And I, I'm, I'm not in sympathy with any denomination or any religion, regardless of how much they suffer how much persecution they go through. I'm not in sympathy with them. Amen. The truth is the truth. Yes, and that's right. the only thing that's going to save us. But this man was a Baptist pastor of the largest Baptist church or the largest Protestant church in Bulgaria. And the communists, they had taken over and they tried to uh, make a state pastor, he called it, or along that line out of him, and he, he refused. And, and I read how that they mocked, made this mock trial and how they finally sentenced him to prison. 
and of the suffering and the humiliation and the pain and the beatings and the starvation and how that they put him in, in dark, dirty, filthy prisons, prison cells that had no human comforts at all. He told of how that uh, the bugs and the lions, the bed bugs and vermin and filth and, and all of that and how that he lived in it. But he, he would never agree to be one of their puppets. For 13 years he stayed in this communist, these communist prisons throughout Bulgaria. Bitter cold, men died on, on every side of him. But he held on to whatever he had. And he did not have the Holy Ghost, the evidence of speaking in other tongues according to his book. And he had not been baptized in Jesus' name according to his book. He never said that he was. But I thought that how that he could hold on to what he had. Uh -huh. And without bowing and without becoming a puppet uh, to a regime that was anti-God. And he was beaten and his body was wrapped and he was tired. And they would put him in solitary confinement and, and they had what they called a prison uh, telegraph. And he would uh, deliberately get put into solitary confinement that he might tap out the message of Christ as he knew it to his fellow inmates up and down and how that he said that he brought conversions and all of these things. And uh, he would get these other prisoners together and, and he would teach them about Christ and make Christians out of them as he called them. And I thought as I read the book of how that uh, uh, he would be beaten rather than bow down. And uh, he would do without food and they would put him on bread and water. And then somebody's they would take his bread away from him and, and he would suffer. Amen. And all of this with a limited amount of the truth that he possessed. Yes. And then the thought struck my heart like a sledgehammer. Then God, we find ourselves playing uh, uh, around in the, in the pools of uh, such, the, uh, such terrible experiences uh, yeah. of fault finding. And, and if another man don't call his hair the way I call mine, and if he don't preach just exactly like I preach, and if he don't carry the same color card uh, that I carry, and if he doesn't belong to the same organization that I belong to, then I'm not going to speak to him. Uh, I'm going to ask somebody in your church that don't pray just like you pray. And they may hold their mouth funny when they see me. And uh, they may not walk just like you walk. And they may dress a little different than you do. They may not be able to uh, afford as nice clothes as you have. Or maybe you can't afford as nice clothes as they have. And so consequently you felt that there is bound to be a, a, a wedge that's between uh, me and them. 
There's bound to be something that's wrong. Amen. Because it's that I don't just do like they do. And they don't do just like I do. Amen. I'm telling you that it's good and it's pleasant for the brethren to dwell together in it. Amen. We can find a lot of things to disagree about. But my God, can we find something to agree about? Amen. We were driving. We've been on vacation, as I said, and we were driving the other day and the children was in the back seat with me and the wife and uh, I believe Brother Spell was driving our car and and Sister Spell was driving theirs and so the children had some children's books and they wanted me to read to them and I started reading one of them and it was a story about a mouse and an elephant and the mouse meets the elephant and he said my name is Sam and he said my name is Joe and he said I like to ride bicycles the elephant did it the mouse said I do too but the elephant said I like to ride real slow and the mouse said, I like to ride real fast. He said, well, that's too bad. We can't ride bicycles together. And so they said, well, I like music. And the mouse said, I like music. And the elephant said, I like, uh, you know, this long-haired music, they used to call it, whatever it is. Hey, Amen. Of course, that isn't really the proper term. Now you've got a lot of long hair anymore. But anyhow, he liked to wear his tuxedo and play the violin. And the mouse said that he liked to play uh, the piano or something, I don't know. And one liked past music and the other one liked slow. And they said, well, we can't play music together. And there's several things that they, one said, I like to live in a big house. And the mouse said, I like to live in a little house. And they said, well, we can't live together then. And so the elephant said, I like ice cream. And the mouse said, I like ice cream too. And the elephant said, I like to eat mine every day at 3 o'clock. And the mouse said, I like to eat mine at 3 o'clock every day too. And they said, well, we can't ride bicycles together. And we can't uh, live in the same house together. But we need ice cream every day at 3 o'clock. Yeah. And I said at the start of the message that I do not believe that unity is the price of compromise. I don't believe that we've got to have it by compromising our truths and religious freedoms that God has given us. Amen. I want this thoroughly understood. But I do want you to understand this. That if we begin to find fault with one another, if we are always looking out of the corner of our eye and just because it, and they don't do just like we do in our church, well, we'll mark them off as, as offerings. Right, Amen. You know, there's something about the Holy Ghost that brings us together. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. There's that common ground. And somebody said, well, I tell you, I've got to check this thing out before I'm going to get involved in any of that. Amen. If you've got to go through a bunch of rigmarole and pass some bylaws and even get you a policy and get you a, a community gathering vote on it before you find out if it's of God, what you need to do is find out the Holy Ghost that you yeah, have to oh, Even because my Bible tells me that the Spirit itself bears witness to our Spirit. We are the sons of God. Put us in the kingdom of God. Yeah. We've got us some small and large water right there. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm calling you to please. Amen. Amen. You may not believe that, but I... Y'all ask me to preach something. Oh, that's your preach. Turn to Romans 15 and 1, brother. Any Ecclesiastes in the fourth chapter and verse number 8. Solomon said that there is one alone, and there is not a second. Yea, he hath neither child nor brother. Would not this be a deplorable condition to go through life in? Amen. You see, I can find a reason and justify myself for cutting myself off from every good man and good church. Amen. And every good people that I've ever known. Amen. I do not have to agree with the way Brother Moroni conducts his services. That's right. I do not have to accept Brother Shue and his hard preaching. I don't have to accept Brother Morgan. I can find fault with him. I, I can just not like the way he stands and say that's good enough for me. I can find fault with Brother Tessman and Brother Gilmer and Brother Majors and Brother uh, Heyman. No, not really. And, and any of you. And you can be. Amen. And you can be. Sure. And small, trivial, insignificant things. But we can build them up in our own minds. Boy, that's, that's, enough. Enough. that's right. That's sufficient. That's all that I have to do. Amen. That's enough for me. Even I'm not talking about accepting sin. You know better than that. Sure. I'm not talking about compromise. You know better than that. Even I believe that everybody has the right to preach the gospel. Yes. That God has called and preaching without fear and without recognition. Amen. But I want you to know there's something about that precious oil that ran down upon every spirit. That tower of the words. That they have the pain right again. There's something about the anointing of God that made things pick again. For my brethren to dwell to die in unity. God give me a reason. I need another brother that brings his truth. That he's not prostituted himself for the truth that God has given to with every stain in the church. No. Right. I don't want to feel like I'm the only one that's right. Yes. Oh, somebody else should praise besides me. Oh, yes. oh, somebody oh, else that talks to God besides oh, me. Oh, yes. Somebody else that knows how to thank God. Oh, God has spoken to another man besides me. God has given somebody else to work besides me. There's somebody else that God's given besides me. If I didn't start it, that don't mean that it didn't get started. Amen. We're big men. Amen. We have all of our accomplishments. 
I have very few, but you do have many. But that does not mean that does not mean that others have not their accomplishments. Even a man that does not make the seventy-five, fifty dollars a week for seventy-five. He didn't quite that he's able to feed his family on that. He didn't, don't he deserve yes, some recognition that he's provided for his own? He didn't, isn't there something there that you've got to take your head off to him? Yes. He didn't feel he's able to wear shoes. He didn't decide looking at the millionaire or that executive and even that man that has so much in life and he didn't, isn't there some honor to somewhere Amen. down in the road there? Amen. Praise God, nobody can walk by himself. Oh, no. Saints, you can't make it by yourself. Right. Right. Somebody said, well, I can make it when I go to church if I said, home, you oh, can't do it. No. There's no way. Oh, well. Amen. He said, there is one alone and there is not a second. He hath neither child nor brother. Yet is there no, no end of all of his labor. He works just like the man that's got a house full of kids. Even that man that wanders the road of life without friend or foe, even that's neutral and everything, he has his same obligations. But at the end of the way, he's going to find there's nothing that has paid off for him. Even because nobody delivered him. Yet is there no child or brother that there is no end of all of his labor, neither is his eyes satisfied with riches, neither saith he, for whom do I labor? And do aid my soul of good. This is also vanity. Aid is a sore travail. You know, I, I once in a while I like to get a little uh, extravagant, you know, and go buy my wife something real pretty. Mm -hmm. Amen. And wrap it up nice and bring it home and put it on the table and say, There, honey, that's yours. So, well, what's it for? It's just, I just thought I'd bring it to you. I love you. You know, it just kind of makes you feel good. But, you know, we're all a little selfish, or very selfish, I guess. And we buy for ourselves, and we accumulate, and we bring it, put on our back, eat it, build it for ourselves. You know, that's, that's all right. But, uh, you go ahead and pat yourself on the back. Boy, you done yourself a good deed. But don't you ever once in a while like to just go out and buy for a bunch of stuff for the kids? I don't care if it's dime store stuff. Or if you get it at the most expensive store in Denver and bring it home and watch the eyes of those children light up. Amen. Right. And the little girl crawl up on your lap and put them little skinny arms around your neck and say, Daddy, I love you. Amen. And you know, a little 10 cent item or a hundred dollar item sometimes. Or whatever you can afford. Amen. And they have a way of getting it. If they have their mother's help anyhow. <laughs> But it's a sad day when all you've got to do is come home and that's a sore travail. I tell you, I like to hear a good report. Great. Hey, did you hear about my brother down yonder? Brother yeah, so-and-so. They've had 20 people get to hold We have never had a very dear friend that passed away here a few weeks ago. And he went to take a church that was established and, and had done well, but uh, God began to bless our friend, Brother Gerald, and souls began to get a hold of us. I talked to different ones, hey, did you hear about Brother Gerald? Then they had 10 to get the Holy Ghost last week. My, that's wonderful. 
You know, it, it's a sad day when all our girls are going to say, did you hear what we've done in Tilbury? Did you hear what we've done in Fort Stockton? You know, or uh, Odessa or Fort Worth? And that's a sad experience, isn't it? Yeah. I, I like to hear about God doing things everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Oh, little did I realize that it's God was pouring out his wonderful blessings on this wonderful man that just a little while and he was going to be called into glory. But would it have been sad if all I ever did was walk around and say, look what God's done for me. Mm. And Brother Jeremy, Brother Matrix, and Brother Ham, everybody else sit around and God never done nothing for them. Amen. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together. Oh, he made me feel good. Oh, but he's got two more better than one. Because they have a good reward for their labor. Isn't it good to have two brothers working together? Yes. Amen. I, I believe me and yes. Brother Gilbert can do more for God than I can do for myself. That's right. Amen. 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 He said two better than one, for they have a good reward for the labor. What they fall, the one will attempt to settle. Yes. Amen. If, if they fall, one's going to lift up his fellow. And don't think that you don't fall. Amen. I I wonder this morning, have we looked at it through the proper perspective? Have we arrived at a place in life that all that we're expecting is for some good man to be swept off of his feet by the powers that everybody fights against? Amen. And for pain to come his way. And disappointment to be his companion and that we can sit back and say I knew it was coming I told you it was going to happen I'm glad it did and it couldn't have found a better man to happen to amen you know there's something about a fellow saying when they fall and they don't really need a kick in the back they don't need somebody to walk on amen they need a hand of understanding somebody and if God looked at us like we look at ourselves, where would we be? Amen. Would any of us ever be saved? Oh, but listen, I've found in my Bible that tells me that if we have a power to wrong or a sin, then we have an advocate for the other. Yes, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometime I need somebody to lift me up. I need somebody to encourage me. Not too long ago, I was walked down in the valley and I had my own personal thoughts of what I was going to do. And I thought I was able. And after church Sunday night, well, and this is a reason that I guess we're all going to miss it so much. But he called, Brother Gerald called me he said, I just want to see how my buddy was doing. <laughs> and a little bit another preacher called and said, how you doing? They knew I was in a valley. And, oh, listen, when you're, when you're down and somebody picks you up. Oh, but have you ever tried to pick up somebody else? Oh, how good and how pleasant it is to grow together. It is not predicated upon the color of a car. It is not predicated upon oh, to your age and your ability. Right. Even though there's something about the Holy Ghost. Oh, there's something about the Spirit of God. There's something about this life that is impossible. For if 
that fallen one will lift up his fellow the glory to him that is alone when he falls. For he has not another to help him up. Again, if two lives together, then have they not heat? Amen. The other night it was cold in the under the tent here. I leaned over and told Brother Sesson, I said, I wish I'd sent my brother Gilmer. Amen. He's big and fat and he'd be warm. <laughs> <laughs> so he got up and come down here and sit down. <laughs> it's cold by yourself. Yeah. It's hard. But how good. Amen. How pleasant. It is for the brother to dwell together. Yeah. Again, if two lie together, then have they heat? But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And brother, he's against you. Having the devil is against you on every corner. Yeah. Have you ever just felt inspired to the brother Cadmus said that God inspired him or he was impressed? And I'll say that. But maybe it was really God talking to you this time and said, Brother, hey, you just felt like praying for you, brother. Hey, sister. Somebody in the church. And then they get up and say, Then I was fighting a battle. And I asked God to lay me on somebody's heart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever prayed and said, God, would you kill that sorry devil? Would you get them out of their misery and out of mine? Yeah. That's not a good prayer. Can I go a few minutes more? Oh, yes, sure. Please. You're doing good. He said, and a threefold cord is in quickly broken. That's right. Praise you and God and your brother. You don't forget We then that are strong. We then that are strong. That sought to bear the infirmity. We are to bear the infirmities of them that are weak. And not to please ourselves. That's right. Amen. We then that are strong. We ought to help bear the infirmities oh, of those that are weak. Amen. Because someday, remember this, you're going to be weak, honey. Right. Amen. You're going to be traveling. Oh, there is no church anywhere. And understand me when I say this, and I want to repeat myself, and I believe I can do it without reservation, there is no church anywhere that everybody is always there is no church anywhere that every member is always strong at the same time. But there are times when somebody's weak and somebody's under a load. And preacher friend, don't tell me there are times when you don't feel like closing your Bible and going down to the union hall or somewhere and finding yourself a job. Jeremiah felt like it. But he said, We then that are strong, we then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of them that are weak. Amen. We ought to bear the infirmities of them that are weak. When you go through a battle, you need somebody to help you. Amen. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Yes, Amen. Now you may be sober 
And you may be sober-minded every day of your life. But would you please bear with me a little as I carry on making too much of my foolishness. Amen. Because I really love God. Amen. But there is something in my heart that tells me that I love God. I haven't learned how to walk as other men walk. There's a place in Walmart that we go get our shoes shined. And there's a little saying, or a little poem, or whatever it is. And it goes something along this line. I, I couldn't call it. I'm not a poet, and I'm not a... But anyhow, it said, if the man that you see is not marching as fast as you are, it is because that he does not hear the same beat of the drummer that you hear. He meant he's marching at a slow pace. But you know, there must be something to this because everybody can't run at the same at the same pace. Right. Right. Even old people can't run as fast as young people. Even the, the infirm cannot keep up with those that are well in their body. Uh, those that have not been over the road do not know the pitfalls. And they don't know the stairs and they don't know. Even but there's something about it. Even that the strong can bear uh, the infirmities of the infirmities of the weak. He's to let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of him that reproaches thee tell on me. Amen. Are we only interested in pleasing our own insatiable desires? Even full down our own ambitions and conforming everybody in the same mode that we want to be conformed to. Even I want you to know, I, I feel this morning that our conformity must be in conformity to that of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Amen. Even the apostles were all the same. They, they had their differences of opinion and they rebuked one another, but there was still something that held them together. Even because they didn't agree with one another, there was still something that held them together. Amen. I believe it was a common desire to see souls born into the kingdom of God. Amen. Let me read one more scripture and then I may quit. Amen. He said, I therefore offer one more passage of scripture. I therefore am a prisoner of the Lord beseech you that you walk worthily of the vocation wherewith you are called. Oh God. Amen. I, I, I am imploring, I am beseeching you that you walk worthy of the vocation. Everybody that builds a house is not electricians. Everybody that builds a house is not brick masons or plumbers or painters or carpenters or floor covering men or, or cabin makers amen or plasters or what have you but the house has still got to be built amen, amen. the Paul said that I'm asking you that you walk worthily of the location that, that you've been called with all loneliness and meekness with long suffering forbearing one another he said, far bearing one another in love. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. I, I'm not interested this morning. I don't know. Maybe I'm out of line. I'm, I may be all not to be preaching this morning. That's good. But I'm not interested in trying to build 
a man named Daniel, if you please. Amen. I'm telling you this morning, churches and ministers alike that nowhere in the annals of history has any man-made organization survived to do the work of God. And we're not going to be any exception. Amen. We'll never do it. But there is something if we can recognize the thing. He that holds us together this far stronger. He that is far more glorious. Oh, hallelujah. Pray one another alive. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. I don't know what that means, but I think it means to help carry one another. Yes, sir. Amen. It means, uh, you know, to, well, if I don't like the way you do it, Brother Shu, I'm going to fight to the finish to give you the right to do it. That's all right. I like it. I'm going to defend his right to do it. I may not be what it means, but I, I feel like it is yeah. Endeavoring to keep the unity, he said, of the Spirit. Amen. Yeah. Is that what it says? Yeah. 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 Go jump in the lake, huh? <laughs> Endeavoring. Amen. Amen. Endeavoring. You don't succeed the first time, try again. Amen. Amen. If you don't get a cat one way, you get a different path. You can get a different place. I never heard of catching lizards like Brother Fruit talked about last night. Well, you need I had two foxes. I catch lizards that way. <laughs> Amen. That's the way to catch lizards. <laughs> Amen. That's the way to catch lizards. <laughs> and uh, he said to keep the unity of the spirit. <laughs> and the bond of peace. Amen. Didn't say that. He said. Him. I am the bond of peace. Endeavor to keep the unity of the Spirit. Now remember, first of all, we've got to keep God in our midst. Yes. Amen. And we've got to have peace in our heart to do it. Heaven, you. I'm not for choice, but anyway, there is one body and one Spirit, even as you're called. One Lord, you're called. Did not the Bible teach us that it is by one Spirit that we're all baptized into one body? Yeah. It is. There's not three bodies, there's six bodies, there's one body. Amen. And the requirement is the new birth. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all who is above all through all. Did you know I have a Holy Ghost? Brother Jim Lee, you have a Holy Ghost. But you're redheaded and I don't have my share at all. <laughs> That's all right. It's like Holy Ghost. All right. But unto every one of us it is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. He said, what well, he said, when he had ascended up on high, he led captivity. Captive and gave gifts unto me, and now he that ascended 
But intent, but he loved. So the descended person of the lower parts of the earth, he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heaven, and that he might fill all things. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, teachers. <coughs> for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Amen. Till we all come in the unity of the faith. We all come in the unity of the faith. Yes. Evidently, they were not all in the unity of the faith in Paul's day. But they were all striving to that end. Yes. They had lip service. I believe that we're all trying to come into the unity of the faith. I'm not talking about oneness of God, baptism in Jesus' name. This is, this is so ordained. This is predestinated, if you let me put it that way. Amen. And this is already settled. But if Brother Shoe don't want to wear, people wear red dresses. Either I'm going to try to show him that it's all right, or he's going to try to show me that it's not. Do you get what I'm trying to say? That we henceforth, he said, till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children. Paul said, when I was a child, I did like children do, but when I became a man, we have 40-year-old children. We have 50-year-old children. We have 60-year-old children. We have saints that have been in the church for 30 years that are still children. They still have to be fed that pacifier like they were talking about yesterday. The preacher didn't shake hands with me tonight. And bless God, I'm going to lay out a church for three days and show him. And I'll find out. And if he comes to see me, well, then I'll know that he's all right. And if he don't, well, I mean, I'll lay out another three days and not take my time. <laughs> Very small child. Very small child. And that we have four feet or more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive but speaking in Speaking the truth in love may call upon the Him in all things which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which that with which every joint supplies, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Praise I don't think you got what I said. I'm going to read it again. Read it. From whom the whole body, this is Christ, and we come down from Him, the whole body, fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies. You know, there's something about we need everybody. To make up the body of Christ. I've got a little toe on each foot. And they're not worth one nickel to anybody 
but to me. Right. I would not find your little toe, and you could not buy mine. <laughs> there are people in our church at home that all practical purposes are as worthless and useless but I wouldn't sell them. There are preachers that maybe my preacher you just can do without his preaching. So you just don't have enough money to buy me. I may be a little toe in the body. Brother, I'm still in the body. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how good Look at how pleasant it is. But the brethren, we're all together. It's so good. It's so good. Everybody sing, man. Yeah. Yeah.